From the Montana Kaiman, University of Montana's independent, student-run newspaper, this is the Kaiman Cast for the week of January 17th. I'm Austin Amistoy. UM has long had a reputation as Montana's premier liberal arts school, with a College of Humanities and Sciences that educates 42% of the university's students. However, that same humanities department has endured 68% of UM's budget cuts since 2015, with 15 professors in the school accepting an early retirement package last semester. The hits to the humanities have left some degree programs with just one or two professors bearing heavier workloads, and students who will be the last to graduate from UM with certain majors. This week, Kaiman Features Editor Mariah Thomas breaks down the state of the humanities and sciences at UM and how faculty and students are adapting. Mariah, thank you so much for joining me for the first Kaiman cast of 2022. Thank you so much for having me, Austin. It is great to be here. Mariah, you have written a very detailed breakdown of everything going on in the department or the College of Humanities and Sciences at UM's, but I think we start a little bit broad with this one. Could you tell our listeners, even though many of them maybe are in the College of Humanities and Sciences themselves, what exactly the college is um, in terms of sort of the majors, degrees, programs it has, and how big it is enrollment-wise? Absolutely. The College of Humanities and Sciences is UM's largest college, um, and it has 42% of undergraduate students at the university and 80% of the general education courses or the courses that students are required to take to graduate. The college encompasses about 60 majors, I believe, with um, a large multitude of minors as well, um, including programs like history, philosophy, English, political science, and as well as programs like wildlife biology, biology, etc. So it's really the University of Montana's just biggest school that we have on campus. Would you say it's unlikely that a student could get through the University of Montana without taking at least one or two classes in the College of Humanities? Um, probably, yeah. I mean, just given that it offers so many of the colleges of the university's general education courses, I, most students probably touch it um, at some point along their pathway at the university. Of course, the reason we're talking is because the College of Humanities and Sciences has been on the receiving end of some pretty substantial cuts in terms of budget and staffing through the years, sort of originating, I believe, around 2015. So let's dwell on the cuts for a minute, Mariah. Could you tell us a little bit about where they started and why? Yeah, um, the university started uh, to cut the College of Humanities and Sciences pretty heavily in around 2015. Um, it kind of has taken hit after hit ever since, and it's all been tied a bit to UM's uh, enrollment crisis, which actually this semester, last semester, was the first uh, semester in a decade that enrollment increased. But 
Um, since 2015, the College of Humanities and Sciences has taken almost 70% of the university's $15 million in budget cuts. So it really has been heavily hitting the College of Humanities and Sciences. And last spring, another $2.6 million in cuts by 2023 was proposed to that college again. So it's been pretty substantial amount of cuts that they've received in the past few years. This last semester in the spring, or last year in the spring, the university rolled out a new budget model um, that based its most recent cuts, the $2.6 million cut that happened last spring, on a model that weighs student credit hours, number of majors offered in each college, and each college's research expenditures, which is basically just like the amount of money that the college gets from researching um, externally at the university. But from what I could tell, um, Colleges each were submitting plans based on, quote, instructional staffing budget targets and trying to make cuts that would impact the least. And that kind of happened through a UM on the rise initiative, which is kind of an umbrella term for a lot of different cuts that happened. Um, according to some of our sources, not all of the cuts under that initiative happened, but a pretty good amount of them did. And that UM on the rise um, program was an idea from the former provost, John Harbor, right? Yeah, that whole initiative happened under Provost John Harbor, um, kind of took place around 2017 to 2018. So a lot of the cuts um, in that time frame came from that UM on the Rise initiative. So it proposed cuts in the College of Humanities and Sciences to the Global Humanities, Religions major and minor, South and Southeast Asian Studies minor, film studies option offered by English, and it consolidated all of UM's language offerings into one singular major called World Languages and Cultures. So um, really just hit the College of Humanities and Sciences pretty hard. Now, Mariah, based on the criteria that you described earlier, you know, enrollment in programs, um, projected enrollment, you know, in the future, it's sounding like even though the Department of Humanities and Sciences is one of the largest at UM, it you know is the largest at UM, these cuts be aren't being made like off the cuff. They're being based in declining enrollment within this college, right? Like that's what the university would say is the reason the pro that you know programs and positions are being cut within the department. Right. Yeah, there are programs and positions being cut within the department partially because that department has seen um, less student enrollment in recent years. I believe that um, Dave Koontz, the university's kind of spokesperson, um, told me that that college has had like 45% decrease in student enrollment over recent years. And so there is a reason that that college is getting the most cuts. But Many of the professors and students I've spoken to in that college say that the amount of cuts that they're receiving aren't really sustainable for the college in the future. Right. And the cuts aren't just to course offerings and degree programs. A big story last semester was the university offering a whole bunch of faculty in the College of Humanities and Sciences an incentivized retirement package. Tell us a little bit, give us that background on what exactly happened there and how many positions were, you know, lost in the in the college. Yeah. So essentially um, that 
retirement package was kind of based on an equation. It was about years of service plus a faculty member's age. So for example, if faculty member 60, they've worked 25 years in the university, they hit a magic number of 85. And those who hit that magic number of 85 or were above that number of 85 were offered an early retirement package by the University of Montana. In that way, the university was trying to, according to Dave Kuntz again, um, that those senior faculty members who were offered those early retirement packages, by them leaving, the university could then replace them with professors who are on the lower end of that equation, meaning that they would have to pay them less. According to the university, it was offered in a pretty targeted way. It was offered to 39 professors across the College of Humanities and Sciences, and 15 ended up taking those retirement packages. So the College of Humanities and Sciences, at the end of this spring semester, is set to lose 15 more faculty members. So here are these 15 professors who are leaving between last semester and this semester. Mariah, you mentioned that the idea is, you know, they could be potentially replaced or, you know, their class is taken over by someone the university doesn't have to pay quite as much because they don't have the experience and duration at the college. Was there any conversation with um, Dave Kuntz about, you know, how many of these roles are going to be replaced by new hires? He said that the university's goal is that eventually the College of Humanities and Sciences will be receiving, you know, budget increases rather than cuts, um, but didn't really specify how many of those positions were going to be filled and how many were going to go unfilled in the next year. So it's kind of uncertain exactly how many of those positions are going to be filled. I think the university's expression was that its goal is to get them all filled and that eventually that college will continue to be on the rise again. But for now, those those cuts, depending on what the university chooses to do in the next year, could be substantial. I want to pivot again, Mariah, and talk impact here. Students are losing course offerings and, you know, potentially uh, majors and degree program offerings for future students at UM. Did you talk to anyone who is currently in a program in the humanities who is sort of experiencing the results of these cuts firsthand? I spoke with a student who is studying Japanese at the University of Montana named Minadora Lamaster, who told me about some of the struggles she's faced as she's gone through that program and her Chinese minor. She said that um, the Japanese major has been very good about like having a lot of course offerings and the professors are fantastic. And she's been able to finish out her major in Japanese without really a lot of concerns. But she's also doing a Chinese minor and she said that that program has been hit a bit harder. So her Chinese minor has been difficult for her to fill because there's only really one professor she told me about who's staffing that whole department. So a lot of the courses she's taken for her Chinese minor have had to be outside of the Chinese courses offered. And actually until this semester, she couldn't even take an advanced Chinese course at the University of Montana. Okay, Mariah, what about professors, though? I mean, with a bunch of positions being lost, I know that some programs are being, you know, consolidated, but existing professors with the university's promise to, you know, ensure students in these programs can still complete them, existing professors are going to be have to, are going to have to be taking on some more work, right? What are you, uh, the professors who are still at the College of Humanities, what are they saying about the cuts? You know, I did speak to a lot of professors across the College of Humanities and Sciences. The English department chair told me that 
they require some institutional support if some of their programs are going to grow. They recently added a creative writing degree that's kind of taken off and been pretty successful and has grown in the last year since they first offered it. But in order for that to continue to grow, they need, you know, more funding, more faculty to add into that program so that they can continue offering all of the course selections that students are interested in. And that requires the College of Humanities and Sciences to be able to give it and with budget cuts, they may not be able to. I know that Lamaster, Minadora Lamaster, talked to me a bit about how she feels bad for her professors because even though they are doing a lot and managing to get a lot of courses in, it's definitely not easy to watch them have to do all of that. And she knows that it's been hard on them from personal conversations she's had with her professors and told me that it'd be really nice if there were more professors who could take the load off. I know that Gigi Wikes in the South and Southeast Asian Studies minor, which did survive the UM on the Rise initiative cuts because the program runs not based on funding from the College of Humanities and Sciences, but based on funding from donors, that she has lost a person who specifically helped with that minor um, around 2018 and was he was never replaced. Um, and then her co-director of the program, Ruth Vanita, is going to be retiring at the end of the spring semester. So she talked quite a bit about how she's concerned that that program is losing people who teach important courses and told me the program basically runs at the University of Montana based on serendipity and luck. I mean, looking towards the future, Mariah, I'm never going to ask you to, you know, accurately forecast what's going to happen at the College of Humanities and Sciences, but I'm wondering if you can tell us about any ways out, per se, the College of Humanities has, like how do they get themselves out of the hole that they're in currently? Absolutely. I mean, I, again, it's um, not something that I can accurately speculate on, but it is something that I talked to a lot of people about in my interviews. Um, I know that the university saw enrollment, again, increase for the first time in almost a decade last semester. And Dave Kuntz told me about how enrollment increases bring in revenue for the university, especially in-state student enrollment, because for each in-state student the University of Montana has at the university, um, we get money from the state. So that can be very helpful in terms of increasing our revenue and allowing for budget increases rather than cuts if our enrollment continues to increase. And Lamaster talked a bit about how she felt like advertising could be improved in these departments that are being cut or that have been cut or that are potentially on the chopping block um, to get students from across campus interested in some of the courses that are offered in the College of Humanities and Sciences. So that could be another way to continue looking towards the future and improvement. However, I do think that it's important to point out that according to the university, some of these cuts are about equity. Dave Kuntz talked to me a lot about how the College of Forestry, College of Health, and College of Business in particular have been increasing enrollment in recent years and providing them with resources through a new budget model is an important priority for the university, it seems.
Once again, Montana Cabin Features Editor Mariah Thomas joining me on the Cabin Cast today. Mariah, thank you for your time and insight and reporting. Thank you, Austin. I'm so excited to be back on the grind this semester. As you probably noticed, the Kaiman cast has moved to Thursdays for the spring semester at UM. That means you can now read Mariah's full report on cuts to the College of Humanities and Sciences and all future cover stories in our paper the same day you listen. The Kaiman cast is produced and edited by me, Austin Amistoy. Reporting by Mariah Thomas. That's it for this week's episode. Next time, the story of a Missoula College student who came to the U.S. as a dreamer and is now fighting for others like her. I'll see you there.